Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah, sure, old time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmied, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the performance of the third line, and the trade line is one week away. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the... Third line has, is is on another level as of late, and I think the Bruins have something legit there. I mean, you gotta you gotta realize all season long that this team has been looking for you know a second line scoring other than the first line. Well, moving the lines around a little bit, putting Pasternak on the second line with Halla and Hall. Well, I've had a brain fart there, and then you you move. Coyle back down to his natural third spot, third line spot, or third line center spot, and put him on a line with Smith and with Trent Frederick, and they got some type of an energy line going there. So, you know, it's great to see this line come together at this point in the season. I mean, you have the great, I mean, you have the goal scoring of, you know, of Smith, you know, the goal scoring and playmaking of, of Coyle. And a little bit of a grit from um, from Frederick. Now I know there there are probably a lot of fans out there that were thinking that maybe Frederick might be going at the trade deadline or in some kind of a deal. And I don't think that they're going to be making any type of deal right now, seeing as that the line has really picked things up. They've they've really, you know, they're they're that secondary scoring that or third scoring that this team needs going down the stretch. You know, so another scoring line down the f- for a stretch run, um, and a possible yes, I'm gonna say possible th- uh, third place finish in the Atlantic Division and a playoff run that might include a trip to the conference or fi- or cup finals. But this team is finally coming together now. I mean, you got the goaltending, you got the scoring. You know, and it kind of reminds me of the cup run the St. Louis St. Louis Blues had in 2019. It does. I mean, they had the goaltending. You know, they got this. You know, great goaltending from a rookie goaltender, and they just went from there. So maybe, maybe the Bruins actually have something going here. I know early on in the season, I said that this wasn't a playoff team, and they didn't look like a playoff team, and now they really do. I mean, three legit lines right now. I mean, you really don't have to count on on the fourth line, but you know they're 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 there to to be pests normally. Normally, the fourth line is usually your 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 checking grinding out line to take care of the other opposition's you know best line. I mean, for years that fourth line was nothing but your goon line. I remember the Bruins having. You know, some somebody like Lyndon Byers on that on that line, you know, and other and other guy, you know, other, you know, enforcers, you know, and the only thing missing now is a top two defenseman and you got to figure and you and you want to want to know, will Don Sweeney pick one up at the deadline? Now, they still need to move to Brusque, 
And I don't think it'll be enough to acquire a, a top two defenseman. Now, if you think about it, they're also going to need to replace DeBrusque. Now, could Felino be his replacement on the right side of the top line? Or do they call up someone from, from Providence? I mean, I would I would actually think that maybe they might want to call somebody up from Providence. I mean, I could do without Nick Felino. Nick Felino hasn't done do, hasn't done crap all season. I mean, I would be I would be willing to tr- trade him off at this point. You know, make you know make some kind of a deal to get some type of a young right winger in there. I know Jacob Chikrin has been in trade rumors for a while now. You know, on TSN Insiders, they listed Carolina, St. Louis, Boston, L.A., Florida, and Anaheim. But then again, would Chick, you know, Chikrin's going to be out for two to four weeks. Do you take a chance in making a trade on this guy right now if you're going to if he's going to miss two to four weeks of the season? I mean, you're going to have him back for a playoff run, but still, you know, is it? Do you go after somebody who's who's recently been injured? So that's the big question. And the thing is, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out and you're gonna get a chicken, it's gonna cost you. And I don't want to sweet Don Sweeney to go out there and trade a top prospect like Fabian Lysel for chicken. It's not worth it. You know, the other day I or last night I saw, you know. Swayman's name pop up in a deal for Chikrin. No, you don't do you have you have one of the hottest goaltenders, hottest young goaltenders in the league right now. You're not gonna give you shouldn't give him up for what? A you know, somebody who's gonna be who's gonna miss the next three to four weeks. You know, that's giving up on your future. And Lysel is going and, and Swayman are gonna be superstars in the NHL. And the thing is, can you imagine a line with Lysel and Pasternak? You know, they'll be t- together in a few years. And the thing is, the Bees would just just need a center to play to play with the two of them. I mean, could Stanika or could it be Stanika or Steen? You know, John Beecher who's playing over in, playing for uh, University of Michigan. So, I don't know. But I have a feeling, though, that those two guys probably won't even be here. Because, basically, maybe they go at the trade deadline. You know? And it and it's weird. You know, and, and going back to thinking about Chikrin here for a minute. Boston, Boston does make sense to pick up Chikrin. You know, it does make sense, but they don't have the assets. Well, they have the assets and, you know, Lysel and, you know, Swayman, but still, you know, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Don Sweeney get, if Don Sweeney gives up on Lysel or Swayman, I, I, I'm done as a Bruins fan. I am done as a Bruins fan because this guy doesn't know how to make trades. I mean, the Rangers always seem to pull at the deadline, always seem to pull these kind of deals off and get a really good player for nothing. Nothing. And here's the thing. I wouldn't be too surprised if the New York Rangers made a deal and picked up Chikrin out of the out of nowhere. Just made a deal. Because that's what the Rangers do. The Rangers go out and they know what they're doing when it comes to, no matter who their general manager is, 
at the trade deadline, they managed to pull off a deal trading no, you know, third or fourth line guys, minor leaguers, you know, prospects for top players. And they do that. And the thing is, Don Sweeney, Don Sweeney can't even, he couldn't even pull off a deal, you know, you know, steal some player for like Jake DeBrusque. You know? I mean, the Bees have tons of prospects in college right now, and they could be, mo- and those college prospects could be moved, but not for a top two D man. All right. Not for a top two defenseman. You're not going to get one for prospects. Maybe p- prospects and picks, maybe. Yeah. And I don't see Sweeney making um, any type of a major deal. And I doubt, right now, I doubt that at this point that Jake DeBrusque will be moved. He requested a trade back in December and nothing has happened. Absolutely nothing. You know, may, maybe because it wasn't he wasn't really worth much at that time. Maybe now that he's picked up his game, his trade value has gone up. So the Bees could pull off a deal for a top two defenseman. I don't think it's possible, but still, you know, the Bees might 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 get a roster player or picks. And I'm fine. I'm fine with getting getting picks for for Jake DeBrusque. I mean, I would even give it. I mean, if you're going, if you're talking, you know, bringing in a star player, you know, bringing in a big time player like a like a Giroux or somebody like that, a Hurdle, you know, anyone like that, you know, and you need to give up a first round pick. I'm all for giving up a first round pick because the first round picks haven't really been that great for the Boston Bruins. I mean, it's 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 weird how how things are. You know, you you hear names being thrown around like Chikrin and Hurdle and Giroux. I mean, Giroux would be a perfect fit, but the thing is, you know, what do you do with the? He's a center. Put him on second line center. Maybe maybe there's a you know. What do you do with Hala? What do you do with what do you do with um? What do you do with no check? Do you trade one of those two guys for, you know, in a deal? You know, there's a lot of thinking that's going on. I mean, you can't just wave your magic wand and have a top a top two or top four D-man come to Boston. Because Don Sweeney doesn't know how to doesn't know how to do that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, he had success last year with getting, you know, you know, getting uh, Hall in here last year. Yeah, well, the the writing was it was that that was a no-brainer right there. That was a no-brainer, you know, for for Buffalo. But you know, f- I'm fine with him even even moving Grizzlick and DeBrusque and who's ever not named, you know, Lysel or Swayman for a top 4 D-man. I'm fine with moving picks. I'm fine with moving, you know, some prospects. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, everybody is high on John Beecher right now, and I want to wait and see what he can do, you know, at the AHL level. We know what he can do at the college level, but it's going to be interesting to see, you know, you know, does John Beecher after the um, after the college season is over, does he sign with the Boston Bruins? You know, is he going to be playing? You know, is he going to wind up playing? You know you know, in Boston or in Providence at the end of the season. Now, if the Bees end up getting a strong pick or prospect f- for DeBrusque and don't add to the forward group, 
I mean, you know, I would love, I mean, I would love to see Stanika right, right, go on that third line. You know, try, try Stanika out on the third, on that first line with Marshawn and Bergeron. I think that would be awesome. You know, you know, you don't have to like replace DeBrusque with another, you know, with another roster player. Call somebody up. You know, even Steen, put Steen on that line. Steen or Stanika on that first line and see what he does. I think he could take his game to the next level. And, you know, and he's doing pretty well in the AHL right now. 33 points in 36 games. That's not too bad. So, you know, I I would like to see, you know, you don't have to give up. You don't have to go out and, you know, give up a lot. Because that's what the New York Rangers do. They don't give up a lot, and they still get a star player out of it. And the thing is, the Bruins. I'm thinking that the Bruins are going to try and make a run at the Cup this year. You know, and the thing is, not only do they have to add a little bit of, um, you know, a, a demon, you know, at least a, a second defenseman, I think they need to add a little bit more grit and toughness to the lineup too. You know, Trent and Frederick add, add some grit, but... The bees have been built for the regular season. Okay. They, you know, there's nobody else. Out. I mean, yeah, from time to time, it's it's Brad Marshawn do given a little bit of toughness, but sometimes that comes and bites him in the ass because then he'll get suspended. He'll get suspended even if even if he breathes on a guy. So, and even the other night, you know, when you're watching the game, and he's in the face of I forgot forgot who the player was. But he was in his face. I thought for sure that there would be a some type of a penalty or a or a um, you know or a, you know some type of penalty or a suspension or something you know just for getting in a guy's face because that's what the league does. Anytime Brad Marchand is involved in something, he may get you know you he, he he might get suspended. Hell, he probably would have gotten ten games in you know, and he didn't even play in the you know in the game on. Um, Sunday, in the Heritage game, he would have taken the fall. F- guarantee you, the NHL probably would have taken. He would have taken the fall for um, Austin Matthews, but Matthews got two games. Plus, he's got a re- he doesn't have a reputation, and plus, he's a, he's one of the star players. So, uh, and the thing is about the toughness is maybe maybe they could bring back a Milan Lucic. I wouldn't mind. I mean, I know he's slow. I know he's, you know, he's up there in age, but still, I think a Milan Lucic would be a pretty decent addition to this team. Have him play on, you know, he doesn't have to get second line, first or second line minutes or even third line minutes. He can play on the fourth line with no second Lazar. And the other name that's been been popped around a lot has been Zdeno Chara. Now, I could see him coming back as a fourth D man. I mean, and you wouldn't have to give up anything. I mean, basically, he's right now in his career, he's worth a third or fourth round pick at best. Heck, I would throw in Forbert, you know, in a you know, give up, give up a third round in Derek Forbert to the Islanders for for Chara. I would do that as a move. But the thing is that I'm not going in with high expectations in this in this. A trade deadline. 
because there's you know all the all the players that are that are on the that are all the teams that are selling all the teams that are buying you know you look at the guys who are avail you know who might be available i know hurdle in san in san jose has been brought up in trade rumors they've been and st louis has uh, not st louis but um san jose has said that they're not interested in trading him then you have drew in in philadelphia I don't know if those. I don't know if they're if the Flyers are willing to move them, and for what price, you know. You know a lot of play, a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams. If you're gonna if you're the Boston Bruins and you want to make a deal, they're gonna be asking for a Fabian Lysel or a Jeremy Swayman, or a you know some other top prospect in on the team. And like I said before, I don't. You know, I wouldn't mind giving up. You know. Grizzlick. I mean, I know Grizzlick's a hometown guy. His dad has worked at the guard, you know, worked at the old garden, worked at the new garden, you know, on, you know, as the, you know, as a staff member. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do in these, in these times. You know, if he, if you can get a good deal, decent deal for him, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat, you know, for, for somebody. I mean, Drew would be great. Second line, you know, as a second line center. But I think Hala is is your second line center moving forward right now. He was your second line center when you know he was go- he was your second line center once David Krejci did once you signed him and you knew that David Krejci wasn't coming back because the because the coil the coil experiment didn't work. He belonged on the third line and that third line has really picked things up right now. You know the thing is you know you got to realize. You know that it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of tough getting guys in here, and it's it, you know getting the decent um, decent players, you know, to come to come to you know a decent trade, because you know what's DeBrusque really worth? You know, is he really worth? You know, um, you know a a roster player or, you know, draft picks or, you know, another minor league, a minor, you know, minor league player or whatever. I don't know what you're going to get for him. And right now, I don't think, I don't even think that there's a deal, any type of deal on the table for him. Because here's the thing. His agent is out there now. It's not Don Sweeney that's out there shopping him right now. If you think about it, it's really, it's really, it's really his agent because his agent is looking for the deal that the team that will resign him for a decent deal. So Sweeney's hands are tied right now, unless, you know, unless there's something really going on with the team and, and you're you know, and Sweeney's sitting there saying to himself, well, you know, I have this deal on the table. Let me talk to DeBrusque's agent. DeBrusque's agent says, well, this team doesn't want to spend the money, you know, to pay. He doesn't want to pay him this amount of money. This is what he's looking for. You know, it's it's just all freaking complicated right now. And the thing is that maybe if, if DeBrusque was dealt as soon as he asked for a trade, if he was dealt as soon as he asked for that trade... He would have, you know, we would have been done with it. We wouldn't be playing around with this. 
But since DeBrusque and his agent are now shopping, you know, are now looking for deals from teams, what does Sweeney get in return? Because to me, Don Sweeney's not going to get Jack in return. You know, does, you know, he's not going to get, he's certainly not going to deal him to Arizona for Chikrin. I don't think he's going to go to Philly for Giroux. So where does he go? You know, if if he's holding, the, if he's saying this is the team, you know, I'm talking to teams, you know, then, you know, Sweeney's hands are tied. You're not going to get anything decent. You're going to get picks, which is what I thought in the beginning. It, he, I mean, in the beginning, I thought maybe a third or fourth round at best. And right now, the way he's playing, I'm thinking maybe a second or third, you know, for him. And then, of course, you have Zach Seneshin. Can't leave him on. You know, he's he he also requested a trade. So how about we trade him? You know, what's what's the trade value with him too? I would say package those two guys up since they went, you know, at the same exact, you know, went one after the other in the 2015 draft and trade them. You know, use them in a, in a trade pa- package. It wouldn't hurt. You know, maybe maybe it's worth something. But I'm not I'm not holding out a lot of hope for this for this trade deadline because I don't think Sweeney's gonna be able to pull I mean other teams can pull off big blockbuster deals at the trade deadline. There's no the Bruins are not gonna be part of a blockbuster deal like they were last year. I mean basically Sweeney stole Hall away from Buffalo. You know, and I wouldn't mind mind him giving up a first round pick. You know, maybe DeBrusque in a first-round pick. Maybe Seneshin, along with Seneshin somewhere. You know, get something decent. Get some prospects. You know, get us some young prospects in here. You know, get you know he's not going to get us a star player like he did last year. And the thing is, he... I don't know, but... If you think about it, if you really think about it, you know, he, he doesn't pull off, you know, he doesn't draft well or the team doesn't draft well because, you know, the thing is you can't really put all the blame on him when it comes to draft day. You know, you got to put the, you got to really put some, you know, the, um, the scouts have to be held accountable too with this. All right. Cause they missed the boat with the brusque Seneshin. They missed it. They completely missed it. But the thing is when, when it comes to signing players and, you know, and and trading, yeah, he he doesn't have a really good track record. You know, you could say the same thing with draft picks and stuff, but still, you know, you can't you can't really him you can't say that he's fully accountable with that one because it's mostly, you know, it it not only falls on him but it falls on on the guy on the scouts because the scouts missed out on something with the brusque. I mean, he had he had some good he had some good se- you know good seasons you know you know when he first started, but you know his numbers have tailed off, and you know probably if he were to play with a D, I mean if he I'm thinking if he were to play with Bergeron and Marshawn, he probably from the very beginning of the season he probably maybe he would have had put up Pasternak kind of numbers 
you know, getting 25 or 30 goals. You know, maybe if he played with somebody decent, because, you know, being bounced around from like the second line with Krejci, I mean, when he played, he was pretty good when he played with David Krejci. But then the guy, the kid gets bounced around from line to line and treated like, you know, you know, part of that, part of that maybe to blame is, is Bruce Cassidy too. Part of that is, could be Bruce Cassidy for bouncing him around the, bouncing him around a little bit. So who knows? But I have a feeling that if there's going to be any type of a deal with the Boston Bruins, it's not going to be major. It's going to be a couple of probably prospects and picks are going to be swapped around, and you know I don't don't look don't look for Chikrin to be here because that's going to you're going to be giving up a lot. Don't look at Giroux to be here because you're going to give up. A, you're going to have to get no matter who you're going to give no matter who you get you're going to have to give up a lot. And I'm not giving up a Fabian Lysel who's kicking ass over in the Western Hockey League. I mean, I've seen highlights of this kid, and this kid is unbelievable. And for Don Sweeney, I mean, I swear to God, if Don Sweeney gives him up in some type of a, for a lame, even even if it's a, a rental, if he gives him up for a rental, you want to see the fans of Boston go absolutely nuts? You want to see them go nuts? I mean, you know, come on. You know, pull off a deal. I mean, you could probably get somebody decent for for Jake DeBrusque. But it's going to be interesting for the next week because, you know, their trades are starting to happen. Guys are starting to be moved. You know, Colorado made a deal the other, you know, made a deal yesterday. And, you know, there's going to be more deals to follow. And hopefully, you know, we'll know by next, by this time next week. Whether whether the Bruins, you know, trade Drake DeBrusque, were he still here? You know, who's who's coming, who's staying, who's, you know, you know, what are they getting in trades? It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And you know that my phone is gonna be I'm gonna be looking at my phone, wondering who's gonna be making deals and who's gonna be and I guarantee you, I guarantee you I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a bet on this that the New York Rangers are gonna be the ones that are gonna make the most moves for a run for the cup. Oh yeah. I mean they they've got they've got everything in place, but I have a feeling that they're gonna be the ones that are gonna be they're gonna be buyers down the stretch and 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 they're gonna get guys cheap. They're gonna get some superstar. They're gonna get a chi- I wouldn't be su- I would be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. If they went out and got Chikrin for a couple of prospects and picks, I wouldn't be surprised. Something that would have cost the the same thing, you know, they they would get Chikrin for something that Don Sweeney, you know, offered or couldn't pull off or something. I guarantee it. And the team that I think is going to be big time sellers for for this at the deadline are the New York Islanders. The Islanders are going to be sellers, and I think Vol Vol Marno, I can't even say his name again. You know Vol Vol, the other goalie. We'll we'll just put it at that. I can't say Russian names. I I refuse to say Russian names at this point in the season. But I predict that the Islanders are going to be sellers, and who knows? Maybe Vol Vol. Vol never mind. I'm not even going to say it. He may wind up going to he may wind up going to um, Toronto. 
You know, same thing with the Rangers trading away um, Gorgiev. Might go to Toronto or Ed, even Edmonton might be a buy, might be a buyer for a goaltender. So you know Toronto and you know because I could because Sorkin, who's now the goaltender for the New York Islanders, is probably he's the future. You might as well you know give up a goal. You might as well give up a goaltender and see what you get for the stretch run. But I doubt the Islanders are actually going to make are actually going to make the playoffs anyways. But you know, there's going to be buyers, there's going to be sellers. And if there's a team out there that's willing to sell, you know, if the Islanders are willing to give up Zdeno Chara for for picks, then you go for it. Because I'd, I'd, right now, the Bruins need something going on on defense. And they need some grit. I mean, granted, you know, maybe Chara would be in and out of the lineup, but still, it wouldn't cost you much. So... You know, next week's episode is going to be kind of interesting if you think about it. Think about that one because it's going to be interesting to see what the Bruins, you know, what kind of deals the Bruins pull off or if they pull off anything. I mean, come on, Don. Pulse, give us a miracle here. Give us a miracle. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, and go Bruins. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.